Hello, and welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your BU boss. And here on this podcast, we are talking about how to constantly evolve and be open to failing forward because we all know that it's in that failing we are learning what not to do the next time. So we are being, we are able to inform our next attempt. So it's so important for us to have those failures. Now, as you know, I am about to launch my program, Project CEO. This has been a long time coming. I have done so much work on this project and talked with so many people and tested it so many different ways. And it is finally ready to share with you guys. And I'm so excited about it. So today, what I thought I would do on the podcast is just briefly go over some things that I think you need to know, like the power that you have when you have personal leadership. It is so much that you just aren't even going to believe what you have at your disposal right this very moment. So I wanted to go over some of the things that I think using your personal leadership or learning about your personal leadership inside Project CEO is going to help you with. Now, I hope that's something that you're interested in. So I want you to just keep on listening and we will get to those things right after this. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Okay, so there are five areas that I believe And it's not just five. These are just the five that I want to talk about today, because I think these are areas that you don't even consider when it comes to your everyday life, whether you are having your own business, whether you are climbing the corporate ladder or whether you are um, a stay at home mom, you are just navigating life that way. I don't think you think about these areas because it's either you fall prey to them or you minimize them as just a part of life and you go through the struggle feeling alone or like your case is the absolute worst case of it all. And and it's just not true. So I want you to understand that Project CEO is not just about business. It's about being the leader of you so that you can then apply that leadership ability to every area of your life. Um, So listen, let's just get started into it. So the first power that you have or the first way that becoming the leader of you is going to help you is with your resilience. And this is your ability to recover from situations and circumstances that might come your way quickly. We all have issues. Life throws us so many curveballs. None of us are immune to it. And without a clear path to bounce back quickly, it's so easy to be swallowed up by the pressures and expectations placed on us by other people. Now, I'll give you an example. And, and if you if you follow me on YouTube, you'll also know this story if you saw the video. But my father recently had um, huge uh, health is- issues and he subsequently passed away from it. And when I went home during this period of time, it was a very heavy period. There were a lot of pressures on me. There were a lot of expectations that were misplaced. There were a lot of assumptions made about the situation that were misguided. 
And I had to navigate that space and I had to put one foot in front of the other. I will put the link to this video down below because I really did have to come up with some tips or some ways to navigate those difficult times. The video that I'm going to share with you is four of those such tips that I have to share with you to navigate those difficult times because I know exactly what I'm talking about in this area. So when it when it came to this period in time, I was so grateful that I was the chief executive officer of my life because if I hadn't been, I could have crumbled under the pressure and the expectations that my family had of me at that time. And so I am a living witness to the fact that being the chief executive officer of yourself helps with resilience, your ability and your power to recover from situations quickly. Along with the resilience comes a strength because when you become the CEO of you, you also become stronger and more capable of handling setbacks because setbacks are going to come. And this is what I was talking about. Many of us either bury our head under the sand and feel like we're the only ones going through this struggle or we minimize it and we act like, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal. Or we'll say, well, I know everybody else has an issue, but mine is like a super duper case of this problem. And so no one can relate to me. And that's not true. When you have that resilience, you also find strength to kind of get up off the, the floor and get back up on the horse and not allow those situations and circumstances to keep you from doing what it is you want to do or being what it is you want to be. You can recognize failures for what they are instead of what you've been conditioned to believe them to be. And that is a first attempt in learning. They inform your next attempt. That's all failures are. And if you start to change your mindset around them, it makes it a lot easier for you to be more resilient and have the strength to get back up on the horse, to dust yourself off and get back up on the horse. Because you know, once you failed, you know what not to do the next time. So you have just given yourself one step, one the ability to move one step closer to what it is you're looking for, because now you know what not to do. Every time you fail, you know what not to do the next time. So your failures are are giving you the foresight um, of what not to do the next time you attempt that thing. So becoming the CEO of you helps you to become more resilient. You're able to bounce back from situations quickly, but also it gives you strength and you are able to deal with those failures with a different mindset and you're able to dust yourself off and get back up on the horse. Now, the next power it gives you is the power to be relatable. Relationships build, um, they're being built a lot easier when people can relate to you. They're more meaningful. Um, you understand yourself better when you know you better. This is a lot easier for people to then be attracted to you because you're not so self-conscious. You're not so self, your self-esteem is not so low that you kind of kind of cower. People begin to see, wow, okay, she's like me because you're no no longer afraid to share that with other people. So now you become more relatable to others. You understand yourself better and this makes being understood and understanding others possible. What does that mean? Well, it means that you can set boundaries. It's possible because you know what you need, right? You know what you need to protect 
And by mean internally, those boundaries, as I've said in many other podcasts, boundaries are not to keep people out. Boundaries are to protect what's inside of the boundary. So in this case, it's you. You're able to relate to people better and understand them better. And they can understand you better because you have protected those things internally for your own sanity. Also, managing expectations becomes less intimidating because you're doing it for defendable reasons. And I'm not saying that you have to defend your reasons. Like I'm a big proponent and I'm a grown woman and I don't have to explain myself to you. But a lot of people fear having to explain themselves or or having to push back on people's expectations and they fear it because they are afraid of how people may react but when you become the leader of yourself you've already acknowledged and prepared for the consequences of your actions and so now the reactions of other people and how they feel about the expectation management that you're doing doesn't really concern you quite as much because you've done the work and you know what you need to do and be your best. And so you're able to articulate better the reasons that you're changing um, and the reasons that they need to adjust their expectations of you. And you're able to do that in a way that is not intimidating to you. So you don't have to fear it. It becomes like a second nature. So the power of becoming the CEO of you is a, you're able to become more relatable, which in turn helps you set better boundaries, manage more expectations. And also you're more discerning when it comes to who you surround yourself with in the first place. And so as you begin to shape your leadership standing as the CEO of you, becoming more relatable is not necessarily that you have to relate to the people in your current circle. Because as you begin to manage expectations and set boundaries, you'll find people that don't serve you and have never served you will begin to fall away. And you will begin to surround yourself with people who understand you and you will start to set those expectations early, set those boundaries early in those relationships. But at the same time, you're you're attracting people that can relate to you and that you can relate to. So they're more like-minded. So some of the expectation setting and, and boundary setting is going to be a lot easier because people will respect you based on the way they met you. They'll know, you know, going in, you won't be dealing with so many existing relationships that have to be sort of reset because in that resetting, you know, you lose people, you lose people because people like the way they like it status quo if they're able to get over on you or they're able to take advantage of you in some way, or they feel like they are because you've been just letting them get over with things for you know not wanting to rock the boat. When you become the CEO of you, it's not that you want to rock the boat. It's just that you're putting yourself as a priority and you're beginning to see how people are using you and determining whether or not you want to be used in that way. And if you don't, you are able to begin setting those expectations and, and, and setting those boundaries in a very easy way, but people aren't going to like it. And some people are going to drop off, but that's a good thing. You want that to happen in most instances, because you want to um, surround yourself with the right people. Now, the next power that I, I, this is one that I work with a lot for myself, um, that becoming the CEO of you gives you is the ability to create a personal renaissance. All right. What does that mean? Okay. So technically a renaissance is a revival of or a renewed interest in something. But for me and for this podcast and for the 
point of Project CEO, it's the revival or a renewed interest in yourself and your abilities. Now, I have to believe that I am not the only person who gets down on themselves when dreams and goals aren't realized in my time frame. When this happens, I get discouraged and I feel like I'll never get where I'm trying to go, you know, and I have to like have a little pity party. It happens. It does. But I do. I'll give myself a little pity party. But ultimately, I get back up on the horse. I dust myself off and I get back up on the horse. I have a whole podcast about it and I'll share the link in the show notes because it really is important to have a system for doing that. And honestly, becoming the CEO of you, you are able to establish what that system looks like. In my podcast that I'm sharing with you in the links, I'm giving you my tips for how, how I do it. But when you become the CEO of you, you might find that there is a different process for you. But the point is for you to find it, to discover it for yourself so that you can always have a personal renaissance when you need it. So if nothing else, during my personal renaissance, I turn my attention to learning something new that's going to help me get closer to my goals. And I want you to understand that knowing what you need to do and be your best is the foundation of Project CEO because in most instances, that is what will motivate you to continue your success journey when you fall short, right? When when all else fails, having the foundation of knowing what you need to do and be your best is going to ultimately make you dust yourself off and get back up on the horse. And so for me, the power of having a personal renaissance is one of the biggest things about project CEO about going through the journey because now you can do that for yourself. And I am not the only one. I know I'm not. I know I'm not the only one who struggles in this area. So definitely take a look at project CEO. The information about it is going to be in the show notes as well. I am going to tell you later again, but just since we're here, I am not going to be having a live podcast next week unless you are part of my training that I'm going to be doing. And it's all about um, getting people inspired to um, to even join Project CEO in the first place. I'm doing a whole series for that week, the first week in October, on the six pillars of personal leadership and evolution that are game changing for your personal success. This is going to be live training that I am not going to be doing Um, replays for it is you have to be in the house to hear it Um, it is such a good training that I think you know is for those who really want to be there and I hope you really want to be there the link will be in the show notes for you to go ahead and get yourself registered you still have time now the next area that I think is a power that you can possess when you become the CEO of you is the ability to respect yourself and other people. This is going to give you a higher self-esteem. It's going to give you confidence in your value, okay? Because you have to believe in yourself more. You will believe in yourself more when you become the CEO of you. The days of you having the the days of you having to be validated by others are drastically diminished and the only reason that I'm saying they're not going to be existing at all is because we're human, right? We're human. And as humans, we still get a little sting every once in a while, you know, from our self-esteem, you know, somebody can chisel at it. We are still human. So I'm not going to say that becoming the CEO is going to just completely get rid of the need to be validated at times. 
But what I will say is that those insecurities will creep up, but you'll have the ability as the CEO of you to withstand them. You won't even have to stress about them because you'll be able to, if you need to, have that personal renaissance that we just talked about, right? So you will be able to withstand them. When you've tapped into your superpower and identified your kryptonite, you're able to navigate your space more confidently. You have a greater respect for your talents and what you bring to the table. Therefore, others will have that respect as well. They'll, they'll have to. If you're walking in confidence and you are walking in a self-respect, other people will respect you as well. But in turn, you will have the ability to respect other people where they are. Even if they're not where they need to be, you can respect where they are and you can offer up opportunities to do better in a way that is very um, natural. But if they don't want to accept it, your job is to try to serve people in the, the value that you have, offer it up, provide it to them. If they accept it, great. If they don't, no problem. But in you having the ability to respect yourself more, have a higher self-esteem, confidence in your value, other people will respect you more and they will have respect for your value as well. And when you tap into your superpower, you will also be able to um, avoid the kryptonite if you will, the, the, the triggers, the negative things that, that test your resolve. Um, you'll be able to identify them quicker. Um, you'll be able to avoid them more. And you're able to, like I said, navigate that space a lot more confidently. Now, the last power that I want to share with you that you will possess. And now when I say last power, I just mean for this podcast, because I promise you inside Project CEO, the application for this is just, it's plentiful. <laughs> it is plentiful. You can apply this in so many different areas. And I talked to you about the various places that you can apply it inside the program. These are just five powers you will possess once you become the, uh, the CEO of you. And it's just five. There's so many more. I'm just sharing five. And the last one is reliable. You will have the power of reliability and others will know that they can count on you and they'll follow your lead. Not only will you be confident in you and you will know that your instincts are reliable, that you have um, a good sense of what's going on around you because you've done the work so you can rely on yourself to make good decisions and be discerning, but other people will be able to rely on you. They will want to follow, follow you. So whether you're in business for yourself, climbing the corporate ladder or raising a family, those around you will have confidence in you and trust that you can do what you say you can do. So becoming the CEO of you means you've developed systems and processes that help you maintain consistency in the way you present yourself. And you've created templates, schedules, and workflows that create a positive customer or relationship experience. So when people see, wow, she's consistent in these areas, it's because you've created templates that make you look consistent. It's because you've created schedules that are, um, that are reliable. And you've created workflows for yourself that fit into those schedules so that people think at first glance or even at a second glance that you can be where you say you can be and do what you say you can do based on what they've seen of you. And then you aren't going to overpromise, right? Because you have created systems and processes to kind of keep you in 
um, line with what it is you're bringing to the table in a way that you're not always operating or you're not ever really operating outside of your frame of genius, your zone of genius or your wheelhouse. And so you won't catch yourself in a situation where you wish, oh, wow, I I don't really know how to do this. And it's going to take more effort for me because you created systems and processes to operate within your zone of genius. And you know the boundaries that you can go outside of that zone of genius and still operate effectively and create a wonderful experience for either your customers or the relationships that you have. So I think that these powers are just they're just a few it's just five but i hope that they've given you you know the vision for where you could go if you become the ceo of you if you jump on to this project for yourself so i want you to join me next week for the live events where i'll be sharing more reasons even more to start a project to become the ceo of you so i want you to use the link in the show notes to go ahead and get registered But until next time, I want to thank you again for joining me this week for this week's episode of The CEO Mindset. As you can see, I think becoming the CEO of you is a valuable asset. Once you've established this position, your leadership is taken to a whole other level. When you have the ability to lead yourself, you're more resilient. You become more relatable. You can declare a personal renaissance when the need arises. You respect yourself more and are more respected by others. And people find you more relatable because you're able to maintain your reputation and you provide amazing customer slash relationship experiences. So, I hope this podcast serves you well. Don't forget, as always, I'm glad you're listening to my tips to constantly evolve and stay open to the failing forward. I'll be back in two weeks because next week, don't forget, I'll be doing live training every day, including Wednesday. I hope you use the link and you will join me over there for that live training. But until then, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. And I hope that you will continue to constantly evolve and stay open to failing forward. Bye. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.